late one evening, a few years ago, quite a few years ago now, actually, if I still remember it, I was all alone in a church rectory, and this big, quiet, massive building, uh, maybe a little bit scary at night when one is alone in the dark, and nobody else was around, and I'd stayed up late working on something or other, and I was getting tired, but uh, instead of uh, going to bed, I decided to watch a movie, and I picked The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Uh, I, of course, watched this in the already kind of freaky basement TV room. Well, this is a movie that came out way back in 2005, and, and uh, as it suggests, it tells the tale of a young woman who underwent an exorcism. And normally, I probably wouldn't have watched something like this, but I'd heard it was theologically kind of realistic, unlike so many of these sorts of movies, and that it wasn't morally offensive, uh, like a lot of scary movies are today. So I turned off the lights and I pressed play, right? Now, I'm, I'm not typically afraid of the dark, but once the film ended, I really regretted this decision to watch it in the dark. I, I was wishing I had watched it in the daylight because I tried to go to bed, but I ended up staring at the ceiling for hours, uh, listening to the every creak in the building and every little bang of the heating ducts and so on. And I tell that story because I know we all kind of enjoy a good scare now and then, and we're all curious about the spiritual because we're human. And human persons have within them an instinctive desire to learn about the things that are beyond our visible world. God put that desire in us for a reason, so that we would seek him out. But as with all desires that we have, there's a good way to seek fulfillment of this desire, and there, is a, there are dangerous ways to do so. So first, what is the dangerous way to seek the truth about invisible realities? Well, we live in a time when we have easy access to the occult, we uh, search the internet for information about demons and tarot cards and Ouija boards and ghosts and, and so on. Uh, there's a ton of TV shows about these things. And you can go to almost any bookstore in you know, like a mall or something and find books on New Age and on magic. These almost outnumber the, the Christian books in these stores nowadays. And sorting through all of these things as you encounter them it can be confusing, and curiosity, I think, a lot of time tempts us to look where maybe we shouldn't. So my advice to you is just to be very careful. While Halloween makes fun of all this stuff, much of it does involve real things and can have real consequences for those who get involved in them. You know, Halloween makes jokes of demons but demons are real, and, well, we shouldn't mess with them. That said, all of us are very fortunate. We're Christians, and we're Catholics, and as such, we should all be aware and know that Jesus Christ and his Catholic Church, well, Jesus has overcome all of these evil things, first of all, but his Church provides intelligent answers and context to all these spiritual realities about which we are all curious so if you're wondering about ghosts or demons or so on, don't blindly wander around the internet or the spirituality or 
paranormal aisle at the bookstore. Uh, don't rely on what you see on TV or on YouTube or whatever, because you have a more reliable source for understanding the truth of these matters. Study up instead on the communion of saints. Look up stories or the topics in reputable Catholic resources like the Catechism, or I'll, I'll recommend Catholic.com. It's Catholic Answers. If you search your question on there, you're going to get good answers. Or talk to us priests. Uh, um, and always seek to know uh, before any other spiritual beings that might be out there, or that you think might be out there, seek to know the triune God whom we worship here. It's more important to get to know Jesus and the saints than it is to be curious about demons or ghosts. Just say that. I think that Zacchaeus and Jesus in the gospel reading today, I think this provides us with a good example of the right way to go about fulfilling our desire to understand the spiritual. Zacchaeus, like a man in last week's parable, was a tax collector. So he was the chief tax collector in Jericho. And as a result, he was viewed by the community as a sinner, which he no doubt was. He kind of admits as much in the reading. Uh, tax collectors of the time often forcibly collected more from the people than was required and kept huge sums for themselves. But the Holy Spirit had been working on Zacchaeus. Whatever he had heard about Jesus, within him there was a strong and growing curiosity to at least get a glimpse of this person, Jesus, whom he'd heard about as he passed by. Now, people just wouldn't make room for Zacchaeus, so he had to go to the embarrassing length of climbing a tree to see over the crowds. Now, perhaps Zacchaeus was seeking deeper meaning in his life. Maybe he's wondering about life after death. Maybe he's hoping to find answers to other questions. Like him, when we want answers to deep questions in life, we need not be lost and without direction in this crazy uh, storm of ideas that we live in. Instead, we should seek out God, who is, after all, as we will say shortly in the words of the Creed, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things, visible and invisible. And we should seek him, even if it's a little bit embarrassing to do so. Even if it's a little hard to seek out Jesus in this world where there's so much distraction, seek him out anyway. And if we do that, we can rest assured that, uh, rest assured that Jesus will do the rest. If we just turn to him when we seek the truth, he's going to meet us where we're at. It's Jesus, after all, that calls Zacchaeus by name. Zacchaeus was just trying to get a glimpse of him. But soon, Jesus invites himself into the sinner's home. That visit, this encounter with the truth, led Zacchaeus to a, a profound conversion. So much so that Jesus celebrated, saying, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. Yeah, Zacchaeus was lost, but Jesus has come to seek him out.
This is not just an interesting story about Jesus from the Bible, though. This sort of encounter really happens every day through the mystical body of Christ, which is us, all the members of the church. Pope Paul VI once wrote the following about how Christians bringing the presence of Christ into the world, how Christians are bringing the presence of Christ into the world. He said, Take a handful of Christians who, in the midst of their own community, show their capacity for understanding and acceptance, their sharing of life and destiny with other people, their solidarity with the efforts of all for whatever is noble and good. Let us suppose that, in addition, they radiate in an altogether simple and unaffected way their faith in values that go beyond current values and their hope in something that is not seen, and that one would not dare to imagine. Through this wordless witness, these Christians stir up irresistible questions in the hearts of those who see how they live. Why are they like this? Why do they live in this way? What or who is it that inspires them? Why are they in our midst? No doubt, People on, along the road ask questions like this about Jesus as he passed by. Um, people should, when they see us living our lives as Catholics, Christians out in the world, they should be led to ask similar, similar questions. And this should lead them to seek the truth, maybe through Jesus found in us. But of course, not all of us are here, at, not all of us here are at the same place in our understanding of Jesus or even our relationship with him. Maybe we're a little bit less like Jesus walking down the way and more like Zacchaeus, still deep in our sin, but seeking the truth. Well, my advice in times like that is when we are confused or drawn maybe to the occult or anything else, my advice is to imitate Zacchaeus and seek out Jesus who is, as I said, present today in the people of God and in the church. And ask questions. Dig into those doubts you have about God and religion, but dig in the right places. Maybe take a study program, read a reputable book, talk to a priest or a fellow parishioner who seems to know God in some deeper way. As we all seek to fulfill our desire for truth, as again, we should remember, there are harmful and helpful ways to fulfill that desire. We should be aware that the Catholic Church has intelligent answers to all of our spiritual questions and not seek answers in the wrong places like the occult. To rightly seek fulfillment of our desire to know the spiritual realities, we should keep today's encounter between Jesus and Zacchaeus in mind. And seek Jesus first. It's more important to know Jesus and the saints and the church than it is to seek out information about demons and ghosts. So by all means, you know, have fun. Dress up appropriately for Halloween. Um, Eat a bunch of candy. uh, Maybe even watch a scary movie. But keep in mind that as you do this, you're still a Christian. And this gives a whole new context to Halloween and to the ways we seek and share the truth.